Blog Talk Radio. Uh, you know what time it is. Time to hang out yeah. with Mr. Cool. With Mr. Cooper, with Mr. Cooper, with Mr. Cooper, Lady School. From Mr. Cooper, from Mr. Cooper, from Mr. Cooper. Hey, with Mr. Cooper, with Mr. Cooper, with Mr. Cooper, with Mr. Cooper, Lady School. From Mr. Cooper, from Mr. Welcome to the Big Scoop with Coop. I'm your host, Coop. Guys, season four is still going strong today. Um, oh, man, the guest I have today is magnificent. You're going to hear about him in a minute. But make sure you do, you do go to www.thebitscoopwithcoop.com to make sure you check up on the latest episodes from season one all the way up to now. Also, guys, you can also catch me on Facebook Live right now. We are live. So today... Man, um, my guest today is a tremendous actor. I have seen him on Inspectors. He's actually also been on Goldbergs. He's actually been on um, How to Get Away with Murder. He has done a lot in the television industry, and his career is nowhere close to actually being going close to an end. Enough about me talking about this, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Brett Green. Welcome to the show. Hello, Mr. Green, you there? All right, guys, we're getting uh, Mr. Green on the show in one second. Um, just be uh, patient for one second. We'll have him up here. And like I said, he's doing big things, and we're going to continue to support all the actors that come up here. So just make sure you do check this out and tell your friends right now, to go to facebook.com forward slash the bit scoop with coop and you actually see what I'm actually talking about. Um, and like I said, Mr. Green, let me know when you are. All right, just give Mr. Green another minute or two. We're having a little technical difficulties, but guys, this will actually be a good show. Um, we're getting them up here now. So, little technical difficulties, but just give us one second. Make sure, once again, you go tell all your family and friends to come live right now, Facebook Live, the Bit Scoop with Coop. So we're doing big things. So make sure you tell your family, your friends, your associates, tell your haters, tell whoever you. Different episodes of a lot of things. So I want you to go. Sure, you do come check us out. And also, if you're on the Bit Scoop with Coop, make sure you go tell, um, go to the contact me button and contact me if you know anyone that you would like to see on the show. So make sure you do that also because I have there's a lot. Of, try my best to bring them on just for you. So make sure you run and tell your family, friends, associates to go on the Bit Scoop with Coop and make sure they tell everyone about what's going on today. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said. If you haven't seen it, you can actually find the episodes um, on demand, live stream, far as it goes for what Mr. Brett Green has done. So make sure you do tell everyone to come check it out. Um, go check out his episodes. Like I said, he done quite a few episodes on how to get away with murder. 
Um, he's actually done the Goldbergs. He's done a lot of television shows that you don't want to miss. And also the inspectors. Now the inspectors is a show to come on CBS Saturday morning. And he is one of the lead characters on this show. So he's actually um, can be seen on almost every episode. Season two is about to actually start soon also. So make sure you do go check this out. All right, just give us another uh, minute or two and we will have them on. It's just a little technical difficulties going on both sides of this, so... Hello, Mr. Green. Are you there? Hello. Hey, Mr. Green. Thank you very much. Um, had a little technical difficulty, so I do apologize. Yes. Um, so, Mr. Green, when I was telling everybody worldwide what was going on, um, I was introducing you. I was telling people um, that the shows that you have done has been tremendous, what you have done already, as um, far as it goes for – being on the Goldbergs and also being um, on how to get away with murder. And of course your show, the inspectors, you're doing big things, Mr. Green. And I just want to, I want to just commend you for everything that you have done in the television industry already and what you're going to continue to do. Oh, I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I heard, I heard that great introduction you gave me and I was so excited to talk to you and then we couldn't, uh, we couldn't quite get paired up on the phone, but I'm glad we figured that out. (laughs) Yes, sir. Well, I'm glad all the technical difficulties out of the way, so let's go on to get this show started. Um, on this cool. show, right? Yes, sir. Now, on this show, Mr. Green, just to let you know, we always talk about how you started in your career, your success, give advice on how to actually get into your career, and so much more. Now, when did you first realize that you wanted to become an actor? Uh, good question. When, when I was a kid, I used to... Um, watch home improvement with my siblings i have uh two brothers and two sisters and we watch home improvement and and uh sit down with a pen and pad and actually transcribe um the script and so and then we perform it later as a play for our parents and grandparents so that was the first time i realized i really enjoyed doing it i i got to play uh i got to play tim my brother played uh al so it was pretty pretty fun with uh to do that whole thing so that that was when i first realized i really liked doing it but i i took a break i went and did um corporate marketing for a few years and realized I didn't like that at all. I wasn't really cut out for that. And then so when I was about 20, 24, 25, I decided I really wanted to do it, and I got into it. Nice, nice. And, you know, whenever you start at a young age, I feel that that makes you more into it, where you want to continue to do it, because it's going to be implanted in your mind that you're ready. And even though at a younger age you're like, I know I can do this, but when you get older and you start doing it, it just makes you want to pat yourself on the back. So you can't beat that. And I just want to <laughs> yeah. congratulate no, you on that, man. I, I definitely, uh, 
it feels good to uh, accomplish some goals and feel like you're uh, kind of living the life that you want to live. So, um, you know, there's more to come, but definitely, definitely feel blessed so far. Man, and you know what? I would have loved to see you play uh, Tim the Two Man Taylor. That I used to watch that show all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, pretty good, man. <laughs> One day I want to get you to do that again. I definitely am. Now, um, of course. Now, also, when you actually, you know, started at a young age, and let's fast forward a little bit, you got up to the age and you started and you found out that you was really ready to be an actor. Um, what type of obstacles did you have to actually cross to get to where you're at today? Uh, you know, one of the, I guess one of the biggest that a lot of actors face when they come here is just kind of uh, how youth is, is you know, admired and, and, and wanted out here so much. I was, I was 25, which is still pretty young, but in terms of acting, just getting started at that age, um, you know, kind of works against you a little bit. So that was definitely uh, a little something that felt like kind of worked against me and has worked against people forever. And, um, and then just really not knowing much about the industry. I mean, I didn't really do a whole lot of things. Um, I didn't know a whole lot about TV and film. And so I kind of had to just dive into it. And I got some really good uh, teachers that helped me along the way and uh, and helped me kind of to understand a little better. But I think it's something that you kind of have inside of you. Um, and then it's you know up to you how, how much you kind of hone that. Nice, nice. And, you know, and I've been in two short films, getting ready for my third, and I know what you mean by that. You you have to hone, in, hone into your craft because you can't just come in there any type of way and say, I'm going to do this. And if you're not in that skillful level or if you're not ready, it's going to show. It, it could be audition. It could be time to tape. It doesn't matter. It's going to show. So that's the thing you – you grabbing this skill and you actually, you know, put it inside of you. That's something nobody can take away from you, neither, Brett. And it shows, especially on the inspectors. I mean, you do one heck of a job up there. You really do. Oh, I so, appreciate that, man. Yeah. Hey, and congrats on that uh, that third short film you're going to be in. That's awesome, man. Um, hey, yeah, hey. I, you know what? I takes a lot of uh, it takes a lot of want to and a lot of will and. You know, you've got to invest the time. You got to invest some money into photos and classes and whatever else. And you just got to really, really want it. And so I think uh, I think there's plenty of people out there who say they want it, but you just got to be got to be ready to uh, to walk the walk too. And so that's what I think uh, successful people do. And that's what I'm trying to do myself. Well, trying, I think that's an understatement. You have done it, <laughs> and you're going to continue to do it. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say on that. You definitely are. I got I got to um, come on this show every week, man. You make me feel good. Hey, man, I speak the truth. I speak nothing but the truth. What <laughs> I see is what I want to give. Seriously. <laughs> yes. I appreciate um, it, man. Now, I, oh, yeah. Now, how excited were you when you um, found out that you received a role on How to Get Away with Murder? Oh, man, I was blown away. That was my first ever TV show that I had ever done. Um, in LA and so you know I had been on audition after audition after audition I think I went on probably um, 50 or 60 auditions through my agent um, before I had booked anything and I was starting to get a little paranoid starting to get a little freaked out that maybe I wasn't right for this maybe um, I didn't have what it took whatever and yeah to find out that I got that was uh, was surreal and then to go and be in a scene with Viola Davis and you know I only had one line um, on that first that first role but it was 
it was nerve wracking, and that's all I needed was one line. Just let me let me say it, and let me um, you know move on, and hope I don't screw it up. And it was a really awesome experience. And, and Iola and and everybody else on set were were amazing, and so I, I couldn't couldn't be happier with my first experience. So how was it backstage and behind the scenes on how to get away with murder? How was the atmosphere? It was cool, man. It was. I, I got really lucky too. I was um, one of the only guest cast that was working that day. So it was essentially me, um, Viola, Liza, and um, the guy who plays Frank on the show. Um, so there was really three series regulars who have been doing this forever, and then me. And so I got a lot of, you know, kind of time to sort of watch them and, and see how they handle themselves when the second team comes in and what do they do in between setups, uh, how do they right. memorize their lines, what advice they might have for me, whatever. Um, you know, without being too annoying and too picky, um, it was uh, it was really cool. It was a really awesome experience. Nice, nice. Now, same question, far as it goes for ABC's hit, The Goldbergs. How was that? Oh man, that was fun too because I, I played a uh, I played a male cheerleader on that, and we actually had to go in a couple of days ahead of time and learn a whole dance routine. And you know, <laughs> I put on my resume that I can dance a little bit, but didn't say anything about being a cheerleader. And so I got cast in it, and uh, myself and uh, my good buddy now, Mike Gray, both got cast as these cheerleaders. And we rolled up, and I was like, do you know how to dance? And he was like, kind of, but not. I don't know how to cheerlead. And so they had to, they had to teach us the whole routine and everything. So that was actually a lot of fun. Uh, we had some really good dancers teaching us how to do it. And then so obviously shooting it was fun, too. We got to wear 80s hairstyle, 80s style uh, mm-hmm. cheerleading outfits and uniforms and pom-poms the whole nine yards we were dancing to uh janet jackson so it was fun man it was, a, it was like a blast in the past to be on that show wow wow and i i can bet well i believe that the atmosphere backstage was bananas because the show was already funny and just being with these people you i could just picture that their character stays in them even when the camera's not on them and i could just oh picture yeah that. Yeah, Troy Troy Gentile, who plays Barry on the show, um, was in all of our scenes, and he is he is a riot, man. That guy is so funny, and it's it's crazy how similar he is to his character, and you kind of get like, oh, okay, I understand why they cast him now because he's just a total total goofball, and and he's so funny, and and sometimes I don't even think he's trying to be funny, so he's got one of those personalities. So, how did you run into this? Like, far as it goes for Goldberg, did your uh... Your agent or something say, hey, they're looking for a guest spot, and you said, why not? Or how did it actually work for you? Yeah, yeah, primarily. I mean, when I first started out and didn't have an agent, I was looking for stuff on my own. Um, but, you know, the bigger stuff typically does, yeah, go through your agent. So, you know, they were just uh, able to get me the, the audition, and then from there it was, it was uh, you know, go in and cross your fingers. You know, auditioning can be a uh, – be a tough experience sometimes, but for the most part, it's it's been uh, it's been good. It's been challenging, but it's been fun. Nice, and you know, a lot of people think that you know you can go into Hollywood or go into a production. They think it's just as easy to land a role without an agent, without a publicist, without a manager, compared to having one. And I kind of beg to differ on that. I feel that it's kind of harder. <laughs> to do it without that back support. I really do. And uh, what are your uh, thoughts yeah, I mean, on with, 
without my agent, I wouldn't have ever auditioned for any of the shows I've been on. Without my publicist, I wouldn't be on this call with you right now. And without my manager, I probably wouldn't know where any of my money is. So, yeah, they all they all play a pretty big role. And I respect people who think they can do it all on their own. I used to be like that, too, where I wanted to be in control of every aspect of my career. And I think the second that I kind of let go of some of that control and just um, – just sort of went with it and, and, and trusted that uh, God or the universe or whatever you choose to believe in has a plan for you. And my life has gotten a whole lot um, less complicated since then. You know what I mean? I just kind of let, you know, put a little faith in it and trust it's going to happen. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Now, for the people that's listening worldwide right now, that's actually um, new to you and even your fans, let's go on and reintroduce this to everyone far as it goes for that hit show that you're on Saturday morning, it's called The Inspectors. Tell everybody about that show. Yes, yeah, so The Inspectors is uh, our second season premieres October 1st. So it's coming up at the week from Saturday. And it's a show about a young man, Preston Wainwright, who I play. He's uh, a college student who has recently uh, gotten a car accident and lost the use of his legs, and his father also passed away in the accident. So he's kind of getting readjusted to life without dad, life uh, in a wheelchair, and then, um, you know, as a college kid, and trying to kind of get acclimated to that too as he transitioned into uh, adulthood. So, um, yeah, that's that's the show. And then obviously the inspector's portion is um, Preston's mom is a postal inspector, which is essentially um, a federal employee, like a FBI agent. They have the same type of jurisdic- uh, jurisdiction. So it's, it's pretty cool, and Preston wants to be an inspector. So, you know, he has dreams of being in law enforcement, but he's obviously kind of being held back right now by his, uh, his disability. So it's, uh, he's got a lot of challenges, and it's, it's a very optimistic, family-friendly show, um, good message in every episode, that, and, and we also kind of try to tell people about crimes that are currently being committed that you may not know about just to sort of um, give people a heads up and make them aware so they don't become a victim themselves. Nice. Now, season two is about to come up, correct? Yes, October 1st. Nice. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, worldwide, make sure you do check out season two of The Inspectors. This show will have you, after you watch one episode, you want to watch more and more. So make sure, and you're not doing nothing Saturday morning, so make sure you tune in to this. This is something that will, if you're bored on Saturday mornings, CBS right here, I'm telling you, inspectors will have you hooked. Make sure you check out season two. Season one, try to stream it. Um, try to find it. Catch up on it. This show is something you do not want to miss. Brett is doing his thing once again in this show. Um, I'm telling you, Preston, you have to watch it. That's, that's off top. You have to do that. Um now, quick question for you, Brett, on this one, as far as it goes for the inspectors. How close is all of the characters, I mean, in real life? Oh, yeah. Well, we shoot uh, – most of us live in Los Angeles, but we shoot the show in Charleston, South Carolina. So for all of us, we all are essentially uprooted um, to the other side of the country. And so we don't know anybody. We don't have family. We don't have friends there. And so we all kind of – just kind of come together and have become a little family ourselves. So you know, I've, I've become very good friends with both uh, both Erica Marie Sanchez and Harrison Knight, and and also uh, you know Terry Serpico and Jessica Lundy have been doing it forever. So we've been learning uh, learning from them, and and it's so fun to to watch them and, and figure out how they 
prepare and what their process is and, and what they can kind of teach us uh, when it comes to the business side of acting. And, and so it's just been a lot of fun. and We've been really enjoying ourselves. Nice. I may have to come check you out. I'm in North Carolina, so I'm just one state away. So I may have to come up there one day okay. or come down there one day. Yeah, definitely check you out. I would love to have you, have man. To. If we get picked up for another season, I'll have you come down and uh, visit set for a little bit. Nice. It's not when, it's not if, it's when, and it's going to happen. Season two yep, okay. is coming, right? and season three, and season 13. Trust me, this show is not going anywhere. <laughs> it definitely isn't. Um, now, how important do you feel that social media is as far as it goes for um, for the television industry, for being an actor itself? How important is social uh, media? I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Unfortunately, it's become a little too important, I think, Um yeah, I mean, it's it all comes down to, True. I mean, it doesn't all come down, but it's sad that there are times when roles do come down between two actors, and it's like, well, this guy's got more followers on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and you get it. You totally understand why. You can now, you can now quantify how many fans somebody has um, based on the number of followers they have. So, you know, for some people, it's great. Um, people who are really into it. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy social media. I think it's fun to connect with people. I've... Uh, you know, I've received messages from people I don't know who either want to get into acting or, you know, maybe want to talk about the show or whatever. And it's kind of fun to to know that you kind of have that big of a reach. You know, it's people from all over the world who mm-hmm. you know, may have That's true. Know or um, you know caught it online or whatever. And so it's just kind of it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool to be uh, to be connected and. And then, you know, obviously every now and then you probably get some negativity too. And you just got to try to ignore that stuff and, uh, and and focus on the good stuff. Well, and I mean, that comes with any type of job that you have. Um, when you become successful, that's when you start building your haters. If you're not doing nothing at all, people don't have a reason to hate because they'll feel like that you're in the same spot as they are. But when they start seeing success, that's when it happens. Um and like you said about social media, it, it's like a double-edged sword, in my opinion. It's yep. a good thing, but when you're going out for an audition and you know you're really skilled and really well for this job or this role, and then the next person come in that you, in your heart, you know that you're better than them, and they have 685,000 followers when you only have 4,000 followers, and they'll pick that person over because of ratings. They think it's going to bring in more ratings. And it seems like the days of being purely skilled is over. That's what it seems like. You know, it definitely um, can be perceived that way, but I think, um, you know, I think if that's the way people, if that's the way you look at it, then that's the way it's going to be. Um, I choose, you know, I choose to acknowledge that social media has started to play a much bigger role um, in this industry, but I also know that, uh, it's not the it's not the end all be all. I, I was actually up against uh, a guy for the, my role on the inspectors, and he had you know five hundred thousand followers, and I was I was nervous. I have to admit, you know, I thought, oh man, I hope they don't make a business decision here and say we want the guy with the huge following. And uh, and and lucky for me, they didn't. I think when I when I got cast, I probably had I don't know like four hundred followers or something like that. You know what I mean? It just wasn't something that was important to me. And and now that uh. You know, now that I have something that people are, are somewhat interested in, it is kind of fun to, to put yourself out there just a little bit more and those people. And and I see where you're coming from on that. And that's amazing that, you know, the industry 
played that part. You know, they didn't actually pick the bigger number. And I'm I'm very amazed by that. Um, and I'm glad, too, because, like I said, you deserve this role. Dude. That's something that you should have. It fits you. And, I mean, when I say it fits you, you play it real well. You do. I've seen a few episodes, and I've seen what you can do. So, I yeah, appreciate I can't it. It wasn't, it wasn't easy uh, playing, you know, and it's not easy playing somebody, uh, you know, with a physical disability like that. Not only <clears> – <throat> not only just being in the wheelchair and, and, and not being able to move your legs and having to kind of readjust all, all of your you know mannerisms, uh, just the mental aspect of it, trying to imagine what it would be like to not use your legs and to, to have your whole world flipped upside down. I've never had something that traumatic happen to me. And so it required a lot of research, a lot of talking to people who actually have gone through stuff like that. Man, right. talk about you know, wanting a, a situation to make you a more compassionate person. I've met, I've met some people who I, I go, I, you know, I go home and look myself in the mirror and I think, how can I complain about anything? You know what I mean? And so um, it's been a fantastic experience being a part of this community. Nice. Nice. Now um, talking about social media, how can your fans and the followers that's listening today, how can they actually find you on social media? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, my user handle is Brett J. Green, and that's Brett with one T. And on Facebook, it is Brett J. Green 25, I believe. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, usually, of listening worldwide. Pretty, yeah, usually pretty active on Twitter, uh, more so Twitter and Instagram. So, um, you know, if anybody have, did happen to hear it and, and wanted to reach out and ask a question or, or whatever, I would uh, I would probably take it to one of those one of those two. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, that's listening worldwide right now. Make sure you go find Brett on Instagram. Make sure you find him on Twitter. He says he's very active on Twitter. If you have a question, if you have a question about inspectors, if you have a question about any of the other shows that he's been on or about his career, I mean, ask him. He's just, he's right here. Do it. A lot of actors will act like they don't want to ask, you know, don't want to answer your questions, but Brett is a true all-around guy. I mean, just ask and see what he does. I believe you will get an answer. So make sure you go find him on social media, everybody that's listening right now. Make sure you do it. Um, now, Brett, what is your ultimate goal as an actor? Wow. Uh, you know, ideally I'd like to be in a, in a position in, you know, 10 years or so when, or, or, or less where I am still acting, but also producing and directing. Uh, I have a, you know, I have a, a lot of interest in that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I want to take, I want to take my acting to the next level first. And I would, but I would love to position myself where, you know, I can continue to provide creative input and not just be the actor who shows up and is told, you know, do this, do this, do this, stand here, say this line. Um, and most places do allow for creative um, input, but, you know, being a producer or a director is obviously on a whole other level. So, um, you know, guys like Ben Affleck, um, guys like Channing Tatum, Mark Wahlberg, all those guys, you know, they're not going to be in anything anymore if they're not producing it. And I ideally would like to, I'd like to do that one day. So, but I, I know we got to kind of buy, buy my time and, and, and work my way up there, but that's, that's probably my end goal is to get to that, that level. Okay. And I believe you can't do it. There's nothing stopping you, Brett. You're already in the industry. Eyes are on you. Ears, they're listening. They're watching you, Brett. And I'm telling you, just keep making the impressions that you're doing now, 
And I don't see why you can't make it to the top. Just continue to do what you do. I mean, success is right there for you, Brett. There, there's nothing stopping you at all. Definitely not to stop you. Um, and talking about success, right. there's another show I do want to ask you about. When you was on um, CW's Jane the Virgin, how was that? Man, that was one of the coolest shows I worked on. Um, nothing against any, <laughs> any of the other ones, um, but wow. The day I worked, Gina Rodriguez had just gotten nominated for her second Golden Globe that morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, everybody was in a fantastic mood. And, um, you know, she was too, but she was so cool and down to earth. And same thing, I was one of the only people that was there that day in terms of guest cast. So it was me and Gina, basically. And um, I got to kind of pick her brain and watch how she, watch how she kind of operated and and carried a show. And it was it was super inspiring and, and motivating and and just it was amazing. And I'm, one of my <clears throat> one of my good friends actually worked on that show uh, a couple months after me. And you know he went there and he also had the exact same experience. So it wasn't just because everybody was having a good day because she got nominated. They just were a fantastic uh, cast and crew and um, you know. Such a great example nice. of how it's done. Well, CW, if you're listening to this show, I want a shot. Um, I want to be on the show now. Brett has <laughs> actually talked me into it. Let's do it. Put me on. Put Brett on. Put all of us on at the same time. And let's make magic happen. I believe it can happen. Um, now, Brett, I know Absolutely. you're a busy guy. So, yes, I know you're a busy guy. I'm not going to hold you up much longer, but... What advice would you give everyone that's listening to the show right now, male or female, if they want to become an actor or an actress? Um, you know, the first thing is you really got to look yourself in the mirror, sit yourself down and say, why do I want to do this? If you want to do it to become rich or if you want to do it to be famous, don't do it. <laughs> because um, the, the odds of, of either one of those things happening are already against you. And if you go into it with that mindset, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, and then once you once you decide, nope, still want to do it, then uh, get get to L.A., get to Chicago, get to New York, get to Atlanta, wherever it is that you think you need to be, and make it your life. You know, and and you know, let your family and your friends know that you know I may be a little bit harder to get a hold of because I'm I'm chasing my dream, and set goals and accomplish those goals. So it's a hard industry to get into. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, but if you go into it with a mindset of, yeah, it's hard, but I'm going to be the exception, um, I think things will be a lot easier. So I would, I would definitely go into it full board and, uh, and don't look back. And, 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 and tough it out, too, because it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to take a week. It's not going to take a month. It's going to be years that before you, know, you really kind of break in and, and get into it. You know? So I have a lot of friends who are just now getting agents for the first time or who are just doing their first film or – or, or start, starting to move in the right direction. So we're all just kind of, you know, just chipping away at it. It's a lifelong mm-hmm. journey. It's not going to happen overnight. And I think that's what a lot of people are actually mistaken at, Brett. They think just because they say I live here and I know how to do this, they're going to have automatic success without even trying to break a sweat or work hard. And I definitely – 150,000% agree with you with everything you just said, Brett, everything. Um, me personally, I feel the same way you do, but you have to put your work in. If you don't put your work in, do not expect to think you're going to be handed just a major role 
and you haven't done anything. I'm just being real, people that's listening right now, and people on Facebook Live, YouTube, um, however you're watching this show, and if you're listening to the show on Blog Talk, I'm being real with you right now. Brett worked. He didn't just say, they didn't just say he walked into the entry and said, oh, here's the lead role in the Spectres, and, and that's it. No, it didn't work that way. He's done different television shows. He's put his work in to get to where he's at. And I'm telling you, everyone, ladies and gentlemen that's listening right now, you can do the same thing. Just get in there, put your work in, find you a good publicist, find you a good agent. If you have to, find you a good manager and get your work in. It doesn't matter. Brett said it earlier on how to get away with murder. He had a one-liner. And when he did that, he killed it, and look what else happened. Jane the Virgin, Goldberg. He's going into season two of Inspectors, people. I mean, he's on fire. So, Brett, continue to do what you do. Continue to climb that ladder of success. Please do not stop for anyone because you're doing good, you're on fire, and you're going to get to where you want to get to in this industry. Awesome. I appreciate it, man. And one, one, uh, one little plug I like to, I like to mention is, uh, you know, you do need to spend money you know, put put some money into your business, which is you. So, you know, you've got to get uh, you got to get in class, you got to get photos, you got to do the whole thing, and it can get hard. And and so, um, you know, mm-hmm. my shameless plug is I do photography as well. So, and, and I like to ah. give actors who are starting out um, a really good deal. And so, you know, I, it's it's minimal for headshots, but it's it, I don't want people choosing between getting photos or getting groceries. So, if there is anybody right. out there in LA who who wants cheap headshots um, that are good, I like to help people out. So look me up. Uh, my Facebook page is Brett Green Photography. Go to it, guys. And people that's listening in Cali right now, and if you're just starting out, even if you're not just starting out, um, he said he's going to help out the people that are starting out at a minimum, but at the same time, he has skills. So even if you're, if you're listening right now, I know there's some actors that's actually been in the game for a while that's listening right now. Give Brett a shot. If you want to get a new atmosphere, a new person taking your shots, go do it. Go to his Facebook page. Send that request. Tell him you want it. And trust me, I don't think Brett is going to turn you down for a headshot. He definitely isn't. So, Brett, I want to say thank you again for everything. Yeah, man, no problem. Thank you. I'm glad we finally were able to to connect and, and chat. It was a lot of fun, man. Yes, thank you. And in the future, I would love for you to come back on the show again. I would love to as well, man. Let me know. All right. Not a problem. And ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for the technical difficulties earlier, but Brett Green, make sure you go find him once again on social media. Season two, Inspectors. Check it out, guys. Find his old shows that he was on before, far as it goes for Goldberg, Shane the Virgin. Find them all, How to Get Away with Murder. If you want to see him as a male cheerleader, I'm sorry, Brett, but I got to go there. If you want to see him as a male cheerleader, <laughs> go find the show. I'm going to have to watch it again myself. I saw the episode, but I'm about to give me another good laugh off of that, too. So, Brett, thank you for this. All right. (laughs) Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, Brett Green. And until next time, everyone, right here on the Bit Scoop with Coop. (laughs) 